Hello everyone, I'm Prophetess Lou. Hope you all are having a blessed day. Before we get started, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for life, health, and strength. Thank you for loving us and taking care of us. Most of all, we thank you for saving our soul. Father God, as we partake in your word today, we ask you to give us understanding. We ask you to give us wisdom. We ask you to help us apply it to our life daily, Father God. Father God, we just thank you for everything. Father God, bless the ones that are hearing it and bless the ones that are reading it. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Just like every Sunday, we have a new memory verse for the week. It's John 1 and 4. In him was life, and that life was light of the mankind. Verse of the day, Exodus 33, 13. If it's true that you look favorably on me, let me know your ways so I may understand you more fully and continue to enjoy your favor. And remember that this nation is your own people. Exodus 33 and 13. Subject, enjoying the favor of God. Christian truths, I'm going to say it and pause behind each one to give you opportunity to say it if you like. I am favored by God. I am loved by him. I'm fully dependent on God. I am free. Moses wanted so badly to always be in good standings with God. He never wanted to do anything that would make him angry or turn from him. And it's not a lot of people that desire that kind of relationship with God. We desire favor with our bosses, or maybe we have a crush on someone, or maybe we want someone to like us so we can close a business deal maybe we want fame and fortune but whatever it is we want it we want it we want it more than favor with god verse 14 the lord replied i will personally go with you moses i will give you rest everything will be fine for you the lord can give us guarantee like this he can give us confirmation like this he can do this because he is god but when god gives us words like this we need to take it take it and believe he will be there for us that he will be that we will be fine and sometimes we hear these words from other people we can't trust we will be 100 percent fine because people can't give you that they they can give you words but that's it But God can give you something others can't give you, which is deep confirmation. Psalms 84 and 10, a single day in your court is better than a thousand anywhere else. I would rather be a court gatekeeper in the house of my God than live the good life in the home of the wicked. See, friends, we have everything in the world. But nothing will ever be better than being a gatekeeper in the house of God. Some people won't mention when they go to heaven or even money. But true servitude is, is taking less of everything to be near God. The favor of God is essential in our life. And when we get this favor, we never want to commit a sin that will cause him to turn from us and take that favor away. Verse 15, then Moses said, if you don't personally go with us, don't make us leave this place. Moses takes it a step further. He says, if you don't go, I don't want to leave this place. When we develop such a close relationship with God, we realize that nothing is better without him. And life is complicated when we don't spend time with him. Our days go smoother when we take the necessary steps to spend time with God. Once you feel the actual presence of God, you don't want anything else but him. That's what Moses felt. He didn't want to move unless God was going with him. Don't move. Don't start anything unless you're doing it with God. Verse 16 and 17. How will anyone know that you look favorably on me and on me? And on your people, if you don't go with us, for your presence among us set your people and me apart from all other people on the earth. Folks, let me tell you something. When you have had the presence of God in your room and in your life, people can feel it upon you. People can tell by the way you carry yourself that you have God on the inside. You don't have to say a word because God's presence is there. He knew he 
He knew if God's presence wasn't there, people would know that something was different. Because when we walk in the light of God, we don't have to worry about anything because God presence and favors upon us. No demon, no person can do anything to us. Today, we must separate and be ye holy because God is holy. We must keep ourselves pure because God is pure. We must keep seek the favor of God while we can because nothing beats the favor of God. God wants to give us favor, but we just not he's just not going to give it give us favor just because. He's going to give us favor because we are driven to seek him and to be connected with him with God. We will step into a new realm of the spirit when we have the favor of God. And as we walk in this new realm, we must stay focused on him. Don't allow people and things to rob you of your favor with God. Prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for, we ask you to forgive us of, of our sins and things we know we've we done and things we don't know we've done. Lord, help us to be strong in you. Help us to be guided by you too. Lord, we ask you right now to rain down your favor upon us. Help us to live a life that invites your presence in our life. Help us to deny your flesh and seek you. Lord, every day we come to you and ask you to renew us right now. Help us to have the strength to say no to the flesh and to this world and say yes to following you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. <clears throat> So our topic is enjoying the favor of God. I'll give everyone just a second to get their Bible or drink of water, wherever you may need. Okay. Talking about enjoying the favor of God. It's, some will say it's easy to get the favor of God. Some say it will be a difficult task. But however you look at it, I'm going to give you a couple steps on how to, or not steps, but just a couple tips that... Um, the Holy Spirit revealed to me. I have done a devotion about the favor of God. Um, I haven't yet found it. Um, I'm hoping that the Holy Spirit let me redo it, or maybe I can um, find it before I post this so y'all can read it. But to obtain the favor of God, you must have an intimate relationship with God. Intimate meaning you take your special time, you carve out that time, and you say, this is the time I'm going to spend with God, and you talk to him. You enjoy his presence. You don't rush it. You sit and you wait for him to speak to you. You enjoy intimacy with God. And intimacy with God is different than, oh, I'm just reading a chapter. Oh, I'm just doing this. Oh, I'm just doing that. It's, it's different. It, it feels different. It's intimate. And during this time, you won't spend, you won't spend a, a lot of time not looking at time. I know time is something that I feel like is sometimes cruel. Because time keeps rolling. It doesn't matter what kind of day you're having. It doesn't matter if you don't get something done. Time is going to keep rolling. So time is precious. Even for me, time is precious. So what you need to do is, I tell people this all the time, carve out time for God. Say, I'm going to do 30 minutes with God today. I'm going to do 40 minutes with God. Whatever you want to do, you do it. But make sure you're reading your Bible and you're praying during this time. And you're sitting, you carved out enough time to sit and wait on him. Because that's another step is not waiting on him to speak, not waiting for him to, 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 to say something about your life and what he needs you to do. That's another part is seeking his will. So when you're having this intimate time with, with him, you want to ask him, God, what is your will for my life? You always want to do what his will is for your life. If you do anything different than that, I'm telling you, you're not walking his favor. You're walking in disobedience. You're walking in rebellion. Just like King Saul, he decided to do what he wanted to do when God already gave him the instructions. So God ripped the, the kingdom from his hands just like that. See, the thing is that we got to understand is that when you have your own agenda, 
you are walking away from God. You're not walking towards him. You're walking away from God. Because as farther as you go out away from him, the, the less you hear him. Because at this point, you're doing what you want to do. Now, he'll warn you as you're walking away. You're going the wrong way. You know this is not what I told you to do. Please come back this way. He's going to continue to tell you. He's going to send someone your way. He's going to show you in a word. However he does it, he's going to do it. But if you're not paying him attention, you're stubborn and wanting to do what you want to do, I'm telling you, you're not walking in the favor of God. Everything you have in your hand will go into sand. I've seen it before. I've read about it in the Bible. It's not a good thing. Also, when, when, you, when, when you continue to have this intimate moment with him, you become friends with God. I tell people all the time, there's no need to lie to God about what you're dealing with, what temptations you're fighting, what struggles you have. Tell him. Tell him exactly what you're dealing with. God, let me tell you, I, this is hard. This is tough. And he'll say, okay, let's figure it out. Let's get down to it. Let's let's sit down. Let's have a talk. What's going on? Why, why do you want to do this? Why do you want to do that? He's going to talk to you and figure it out. Maybe you need deliverance. Maybe you need more prayer. Maybe you just need to just stop because a lot of times everyone likes to say, oh, it's a demon, it's a demon, it's a demon. No, it's just you wanting to do what you want to do. Let's just be honest and transparent. Sometimes it's just, it's just us wanting to do what we want to do. And we got to be honest. But having an intimate relationship with God, we can't just do what we want to do. We have to pick up our cross. That's another tip is pick up our cross and carry it. It's saying, no, I don't want to do that. No, I don't want to do this. No, I, I, I changed my mind. I, I want to just focus on what he has for me. And I, I'm going to be honest with you, that's hard to do. But when we're seeking favor with God, everything is about God. Everything is about seeking his presence. Everything is about focusing on him. Yes. Like um, I'm recording this the day of I had my nephew's birthday party today. Spent the whole day. I had to get my hair done. Then I went right into the birthday party. But then I had to come home and I had to read the word. And then I had to do this podcast. You see what I'm saying? And old me would have been like, oh, what about me? I want to go play the game. Or, oh, I want to go watch TV. No, but I need to spend time with God. The new me, the, the one that has grown. And realize that I need to spend time with God. Who cares about that game? Who, who cares about watching a show? Who cares who, who got voted off the island survivor? Who cares? But what we should care about is and make a priority is having God first. So then when we receive his favor, we'd be like, ah, I got favor from God because I spent time with him. Okay. Another thing we want to do is when we read the word, we want to seek for wisdom. We want to seek wisdom when we read the word of God. We don't want to just glaze over it. And I can tell you this much. I have, have been in, in, in that season in my life where I would glaze over the word of God. You can't expect God to give you knowledge if you're glazing over his word. It's not going to happen. But we as believers must take the time to seek his word and say, God, when I read today, please give me wisdom. As I read today, please help me so I can understand, so I can help someone else, else out. Because we as believers should always want to help someone out. Not judge them, not shake our finger, but, but help them in every way we can, okay? Another thing we want to do is, um, I think we went over all, over all these little tibbets I had to, to tell us. Okay, so we're going to go over it real quick. 
when we, we, want, we want to walk with intimacy with God. We want to spend time with God. We want to be his friend. We want to talk to him. We want to be obedient. We want to listen to him. We want to do his will. We want to seek him. We want to ask for wisdom. We want to read our word. And we want to be, we want to surrender, pick up our cross. When we pick up our cross, we're surrendering to him. We're yielding our members to him. That's the most important thing we can do when we're seeking favor from God. And we can even tell him, God, I really would like your favor upon my life. I would like favor with you and men. I would like to have favor where whatever I need, I can get. Wherever, wherever spiritual gifts, because Paul says, seek the spiritual gifts. Seek them. God, I would like this spiritual gift. I, I would like this. I would like that. Whatever we need or want provisions we need, if it's according to his will, he'll give it to us. But we must have an intimate relationship with God if we're looking for favor. Okay. So um, the thing is that I love about Moses is that he said, I personally, um, one thing, no, I love a lot about Moses. But one of the things I love about Moses, he said this, if you don't personally go with us, don't make us leave this place. He said, I don't want to go without you. I don't want to see another situation. I don't want to fight another battle. I don't want to meet any other person. If you're not going with us, I'd rather just stay. Because he knew the importance and the favor he had with God. God will let us do whatever we want. That's what's called free will. But it's up to us to know that if this is not part of his will, we shouldn't do it. And a lot of times we do what we want because we're like, well, I'm grown enough to do it. Okay, that's fine. But is it part of God's will for us? We have to be careful about what we do, what we seek to do. That's why we have to go to him every day in prayer. In five minutes with God, that five minutes that we take to, to read a verse, to study it, and to pray, in those moments when I'm talking or if you or if you do listen or even if you have your own personal talk, take the time to talk to God. Take the time to hear his voice. Take the time and ask him, God, whatever I'm doing in my life, if it, if it's not your will and it don't look like you and it's people in my life that you don't want, please remove them. Please show me. Because that's what Moses did. Moses didn't want to move or do anything without God. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Let's look at some of our verses. This might be a quick devotional today. Let's look at Psalms 90 and 17. 90 and 17. Well, let's start here. Go to Genesis 18 and 13 because we got two verses in Genesis. Let's start with that. And then we get on with the songs. Okay, so let's start with that. Genesis 18 and Genesis 18 and 3. Okay, NIV says this. My Lord, he said, if it pleases you, stop here for a while. What happened here? Okay, let's go to NIV in, in Genesis 18 and 3 and said, Oh Lord, if I have favor in your sight, do not pass by your servant. He says it, she says it here. If he says it here. Um, he says, if I have favor in your sight, please stop here. This is during the time where Sarah was going to be blessed or be told that she was going to be conceiving a son. And they wanted to feed the, the angels. Some people say it was angels. Some people say it's the Lord. It depends on what Bible you have. But let's just say it's the angels. He wanted to prepare them some water. He wanted to prepare food for them to be refreshed on their journey. They said, that's fine. We, we do that. So, so Abram ran back to the house. He got all the things he needed to get. He cooked them this big meal and everything. And while they was eating, they asked Abram, they said, where's your, your, your wife? He said, 
she's she's somewhere. I'm paraphrasing. She's somewhere. I think she's in the house. And they're like, okay, let me let me talk to her. And because God had favor upon Sarah, because that's what that's what Sarah had is favor. That's what Abraham had was favor from the Lord on their life. And when you have favor on your life from the Lord, nothing in this world can stop God's will for your life. No man, no situation, no nothing can stop what God has planned for you. I guarantee it. You can't. No one can. They might, everyone might will step aside and allow God to work because no one can stop it. Every door can close for you. Two weeks ago, God would have that door to open. Promotions could be denied to you. Promotions would be given to you. Houses that you think you'd never live in, God would give it to you. Credit score low, companies would see it high. It doesn't matter what anyone else say. God says yes. Man can say no. God is going to get the upper hand because God is God. And when his favors are behind you, nothing can change it. Amen. Okay, let's go to Genesis 39 and 4. Genesis 39 and 4. This please asked for. So, so he soon made Joseph his personal attendant. He put. Sorry, my pages are sticking. It was sticking bad. He put him in charge of his entire household and everything he owned. Genesis 39 and 4 in NIV. So Joseph found favor in his sight and tended him. And he made him overseer of his house and put him in charge of all that he had. See, Joseph had favor. Joseph had favor with the, the fast forward. I think I'm saying his name wrong. I know I'm saying it wrong. He had favor with this man because God enabled him to see him as something precious. That's what happens is when you find favor with someone that God ha that God has enabled, you become precious in that person's sight. You become so precious that person wants to do everything to make you happy. And they won't even understand why they're doing it. They just know that they find you precious. Everyone else can just think that. Why do they find old Lou precious? What was so great about Lou? But because you have, because I have favor, you have favor on your life, you will look like the most amazing thing to this person. It can even be someone that you've been going back and forth with. When God places his hand over your life and he sprinkles his favor upon you, you can guarantee that whatever you need, wherever God has will for your life will come forth. And that's about Joseph. Joseph didn't have to worry about anything. Joseph was... Oh, was overseer of his house. He was put in charge of all that he had. Do you understand? It's nothing in this world we can we won't have we will be lacking in when we have the favor in God. And the only thing we have to do is walk intimately with him, spend time with God. And that's all he wants from us. He just wants some time with us. He gives us 24 hours in a day. And he says, I just want an hour. I just want 10 minutes. I just want five minutes. And some of us won't even give him that. But we must start giving him with that. Even if we're not seeking favor with God and we're seeking a deeper relationship with God, start spending time with him. Start reading your word. That's the first step, reading your word. I have met people that say they don't pray. They don't read a word. They just <clears throat> basically live and let live and whatever they think they should do, whatever is good in their eyes, they do it. And that's not how you should live your life. Because being good doesn't get you nowhere. But listening to the Holy Spirit, 
when he tells you, obeying his will when he tells you, that will give you favor. Okay? Let's go to Psalms 90, 17. Ninety seventeen. Ninety seventeen, and may the Lord your God show us His approval and make our efforts successful. Yes, make our efforts successful. NIV says, "Let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us. Establish the works of our hands." Yes. Establish the works of our hands. When we have favor with God, our works will be established with God. It is our works won't crumble. It, everything we do, wherever we go after, we'll be successful at because we have the favor of God upon us. Psalms 90 17 just clarify what the Holy Spirit is saying to us today. If you want favor with God, you have to put in some work. If you want favor with God, you have to put in the time. If you want favor with God, you have to seek Him. He even says in the word, seek me first, the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added to you. Anything you want, anything you desire. He gave us the key right there about how to have favor. Seeking God with our whole heart. Day and night. Before you go to bed, say, God, I love you. I'm a little tired, but I love you. And I thank you for today. Sometime during the day, say, God, I acknowledge your presence being here. Forgive me of my sins. It's, that's just five, maybe ten words right there. And that's us acknowledging that he's there. It's acknowledging that, and it's acknowledging him. It's telling him, I love you. I'm busy, but I love you. And I thank you for everything you've given me. We have to stop playing these games with our relationship with Christ. He is coming back. He's coming back for someone that has no spots, no wrinkles. Someone pure in heart. How pure in heart are you? Are you seeking the, the, the favor of God? Are you seeking wisdom daily? If not, please try, my friends. It's the best feeling in the world to be a friend of God. Hope you all have a blessed day. Remember, Jesus loves you. I love you too. Be blessed. Thank you.